0: Sage is fighting the fight He has fought cities He has fought counties Politicians Naysayers Hell, he's even fought mayors Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement A weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide And all other things considered homeless Yes Broadcasting live from your Alexa device the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, many voices united, and the Radio Free And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's cold as shit. Christmas is coming next week. And people still live on the streets of the richest country in the world. I don't know how many times I got to say that. Like, I don't understand why those words seem to mean something to me. But whenever I say them to other people, they're like, nah, they're like, I don't understand what you're saying. Of course, there's people living on the streets of the richest country in the world. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Like, I'm the idiot. What's everybody? My name is Sage. I'm a homeless activist and founder of the Houseless Movement. You can find us on Twitter, twittercom m You can join the movement. You know, you can join it at houselessmovement.org. Go over there. You can got be. You can join for free. You, you can join for money too, but you don't have to join for money. If you don't have the money, just join because we need to unite the people, man. Speaking of uniting the people, I'm coming to you from the free Radio Free Entertainment Network and WMBU. Many Voices United. It's in the name, people. It's all about uniting the people, I'm convinced. I am convinced that's the greatest fear of the government, of your employer, of every nonprofit, every church. They don't want you united. I'm listening to my kid right now. He's over there. You know, he's, he works at home. It's, you know, he's schooling at home because of the coronavirus. He's talking to some kid from another country. I don't even know where. His name is Osaku or something like that. I imagine he's from Japan. I don't know where this kid's from. But right now, they're talking about schools Around the world And they're, he's like telling this kid What he gets at his school And that kid's telling my kid What he gets at his school And now they're talking about schools in Norway And that's the kind of thing That starts a revolution People talking Because I can hear my kid He's like wait a second These schools in Norway are amazing Why don't I have schools like that And every government official in in America is like, now, now Indiana close that browser down, go watch some TV. Don't get frustrated. Don't no, 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 no. That's why we have Netflix. That's why we have Jeff Bezos. Go buy something. Don't worry about that. And stop talking to that. No good kid in whatever country you're talking to. You don't need that in your life. That's why we got the, uh, uh, the Epic Games free sale going on. Just buy a new game, play a new game. <laughs> if you don't think that capitalism is an incredible tool to keep the masses shut up and quiet. You, uh, you haven't been paying attention, which is the whole point. They don't want you to pay attention. They don't want you to pay attention. Have you seen what's on Netflix? (laughs) What is on Netflix? I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm watching right now. Have you seen the wire? That's an old show, but everybody should watch the wire. That show might go down in history as the greatest of all shows. I mean, there's there was a golden age i believe in shows uh you know the sopranos mad men the wire breaking bad um i don't know i think those were the high water mark and i don't know if we're ever going to be able to outdo those i mean maybe we will but Those are great shows. If you haven't seen The Wire, watch every season. Every season is about a particular socioeconomic situation. And it's so well done. So well done. Watch The Wire. So you might say, well, Sage, why are you talking about schools and The Wire and capitalism? Well, I don't know if you have to ask this question. When you're supposed to be talking about homelessness. (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> because not only do those things create the homelessness, and just to get me on the record today, homeless people did not create their own homelessness, okay? You do not become homeless in a vacuum as the government likes to tell you, or as homeless service providers like to tell you, you become homeless because of your environment and upbringing. And even like the the trauma is, is a hot topic right now. And, and, and they have, they're looking at a, a multi-generational trauma, the trauma that, that spreads from generation to generation. The trauma is being created in the womb. This isn't some Scientology voodoo I'm talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. This is stuff actual scientists are looking at, actual psychologists and psychiatrists looking at uh, levels of, 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 um, chemicals that are flowing in the mom's body that produce trauma in utero. Okay. So you take a, you know, a mom who is poor and barely able to keep her utilities on and uh barely can afford her rent. And uh oh, this just in. Vice President Mike Pence publicly received his coronavirus vaccine and died. I'm just kidding, he didn't die. I don't think. But wasn't that I'm sorry, he died. <laughs> so terrible. He didn't die. I think he's fine. I mean, that would be the headline, so I'm sure he's fine. Get your vaccine, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're seeing this tomorrow, Saturday, but I just saw that come over. This is at 825 a.m. Mike Pence doing the right thing, showing people the coronavirus vaccine is a good deal. I love watching Republicans squirm right now. It brings me great joy. Great joy. Um. So, yeah, so you got a mom, right? Barely can keep her lights on, barely keep the water on. And may I say, uh, if you lose water in your house and the housing inspector finds out, they will condemn the house and throw you out on the street. At least that's how it is in Akron, Ohio. I would assume that's what the codes are in most cities in America. You lose your water and you don't get it turned back on. You're on the street for your own safety, of course. (laughs) you can't live in a house without water don't be ridiculous i mean that's stupid i mean forget the fact that like there are still people living in areas of america that don't have running water that's don't don't worry about that. They're 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 animals. They're savages. I don't even know how they do it. Oh, wait, your grandmother did that? Your great grandmother did that? Yeah, I don't know how she did it. It's terrible. What? What? Your great-grandmother didn't have running water in her house? Get out. That's a lie. That's 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 communistic lies. <laughs> you can't live without water in a house. Don't be stupid. You gotta get out of that house. So says the housing inspector of Akron, Ohio. So you got a mom, her water's shut off, her electric's getting shut off, it, Christmas is next week, okay? Literally, this is happening in people's minds right now. Hundreds of thousands of moms, okay? Hundreds of thousands of moms in the United States of America. Hundreds of thousands of moms in the United States of America have this on their mind right now. It's December 18th. Tomorrow will be December 19th. The water's off. The electric's going to get shut off. Uh, Maybe the heat's already shut off and they're boiling water on the stove to heat the house. Okay? That's how you do it. In case any of you bougie people for some reason run out of money, That's how you do it. You put, if you got, if you can, if you got your stove still on, like an electric stove, but your gas is off, you you take pots of water, okay? You take pots of water and you boil them on the stove. You can heat your house that way. That's going on in America. Right now, today, with hundreds of thousands of moms, their kids are at home. They got to have internet to run school. The, The teachers are yelling at kids to get on their Chromebook. Why aren't you on the internet? You're absent. You're absent. Okay? Can you feel, can you feel the chemicals rushing through your body right now just imagining what this mom's life is like? Okay? And she's got three kids at home. And she's pregnant right now. And so help me God, if you fucking say one word about how she shouldn't have got pregnant, I'm going to reach through this fucking microphone and punch you in the face. Because you know what? We don't help with contraception in this world because we're too goddamn righteous for that shit. So just sit down. This mom boiling water on the stove the water's turned off there's a, a piece of paper on her door that says if she doesn't get those utilities turned on in the next 30 days she's on the street and the police will come and throw her on the street trust me I've seen it happen okay and so she's so stressed out That she's doing drugs. Okay. And again, if you, oh, I heard that judgment in your brain. I heard it. I heard it. You, you, you going over to Starbucks and jamming that 500 milligrams of venti dark roast down your gullet. Just sit down and shut up. Eating all that fatty food and. Bullshit and then judging this woman because she needs to do some drugs because she's so freaked out. That kid has already experienced trauma, the one in her in her uterus. Already experiencing it. Hasn't even stepped out on planet Earth yet. Already filled with anxiety and fear. And trauma. Okay? And that's just in her uterus. Wait till he gets out. It's only going to get worse. Because that shit isn't going to get any better. That mom is going to be fighting that battle her entire life. And it's not because she is lazy. She's working her ass off, man. She's treading water over here with all her might, okay? She finds a man, the man gets her pregnant, and the man books. She's left, okay? She can't afford rent. She can't afford food. She can't afford utilities. She's stressed out beyond anything you can possibly imagine. (laughs) And the trauma, the trauma, the trauma, the trauma of the kids that watch their mom suffer. The the trauma is just constant. They did a study about trauma in inner cities, and they said it equates to the trauma experienced in a live battlefield. Okay? Inner city trauma is intense. Intense. And so, and then we have the audacity to judge these people. These Americans who have had nothing but brutal existence because we live in this rugged individualistic country that we're so proud of, When we're rich, we're proud of it. It's amazing. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. (laughs) You did not, asshole. Shut up. You're a white man. Grew up in a white privileged world. You You never even saw your mom freak out when the fucking electric gets turned off or when the water gets turned off. You don't know what that's like. You don't know how that feels. The anger and the fear and the confusion as a kid, you don't know what that feels like. So shut up. And so. So. People are like like in a sifter in America the people at the top they don't ever have to worry about falling through the bottom because they got so many layers of other people that will protect them you know it's like flour in a sifter the flour at the top of the sifter ain't got no problems but the 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 flour at the bottom of that sifter it's fucking coming out and it's going to come out on the streets of America and ain't nothing going to pick it up and all America's going to do is judge it for falling on the floor you don't want help. You need to do these things. You need to quit drugs. You need this. You need that. You need that. Says every fucking Christian woman. Not every. Sorry. Not every. Not every. I get a little overexalted. I get no, no. But oh, those Christian women can be crazy. There's judgment often just below the surface. Of a lot of them. I don't have to look too hard to find judgment from Christian women who otherwise are incredible people. I'm sure judge Christian men too. I don't just don't know many of them. They're probably worse. I don't mean to pick women out. i just, I just know Christian women that judge these people. Yeah. <sighs> they should get off of drugs. They should call two one one. They should do this. They should do that. You know what they're trying to do right now? They're trying to just survive. Imagine, imagine you are in the middle of the ocean, treading water, and you've been doing it for 24 hours, and you think you're going to die. Okay? You can't, you don't know if you can move your arms one more time around to keep yourself from dying. The sharks are circling, and a guy Comes up on his helicopter Okay, you're like, oh my god, thank god Thank god The guy gets on his bullhorn And says, hey You're like, hey, hey, hi, 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 help me He's like, hey You need to build a boat oh. What? Yeah, go build a boat you telling me to build a boat right now? The sharks, I'm dying, I'm exhausted. You need to build a boat. Where am I going to build a boat? (laughs) You got to find some wood and some nails, and then you got to learn how to build it. Do you have the internet down there? I ain't got no internet, motherfucker. I ain't got no wood. I ain't got no nails. Would you get your ass down here and pull me out of here? No, 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 that's enabling. That's enabling. I can't do that. Bob, this guy doesn't want help. (laughs) This guy doesn't want help. All right. We did all we could. We got to go. Wait. Wait. No, you got to build a boat. Build a, when you're ready to build a boat, call me. Call you on what? On your phone, on the internet. I don't have a phone or the internet. It's exactly that way. That's how we treat homeless people. They don't want help. I don't know. They didn't want to build a boat. I don't know. They should have built a boat. Why didn't they get on the internet? They should have called me. What? What? They don't have a phone. You know what they do at my battered women's shelter? And I know this because this is I've been told this story multiple times. You take a woman, okay? She's literally on the street running for her life. Running for her life. She goes to the place titled Battered Woman's Shelter. It's in the name. She's battered. She's afraid that she's going to get killed. She's running for her life. She knocks on the door. And they open the door. And they're like, can I help you? There, oh my God. Thank you so much. Um, My husband, like he, like he literally put a zip tie around my neck and he was strangling me, but I was able to put a steak knife under it and cut it. And then I like, I poked him in the eye with the steak knife and I ran out, but he's running right after me and he's right down there. He's looking for me and he wants to kill me because he's so mad. Oh, honey, 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 this is not how you do this. You got to call us. You have to call us. Here's our phone number. We don't just let people in. You gotta call. But but my husband is out there. He's gonna kill me. I know it's a bad situation. I'm so sorry, but we just can't let everybody in the door. You know, we have a process. We have a process. And that process is you gotta call it. I don't have a phone. He took it. Well, go to just go to a, a friend. Okay, just go to a friend. And 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 um Call us. I don't have any friends. They're all his friends, and they think they hate me. They all hate me. They want to die. Okay, you're just, okay, honey, you need to calm your role. You need to calm your role. Okay? I'm going to close this door now. Don't make me call the police. Don't make me call the police. I'm going to close this door. You call us, and then we'll put you on the list, and we'll get you in maybe if we have room. I'm not joking. That goes on in my city. I have heard women tell that to me multiple times. And then we judge them and we say, well, they, you know, they must not have wanted help. They must not have wanted help. That's how they say it. Because then they say, well, well, we offered help. I mean, we offered help, but they didn't want it. You know, when they want help, they'll, they'll, they'll ask for it. They'll ask for it. And then. And then you who don't know anything you just read that you read that in the newspaper like okay so they shut down uh, say' they'll, they'll, they do a camp sweep right this is how it always goes this is how the camp sweep always goes I think that like like uh, governments and police get a a, a a how-to packet on how to properly uh public relations a camp shutdown they're like you know um there was crime at that campsite I mean we've been there three times three times. The trash is everywhere. It's a it's a, it's it's a health it's a health emergency over there. It's it's just not healthy for them to be there. It's not healthy for the community. There's a lot of crime. There's a lot of drugs. I mean a lot of drugs, you know. And so we just have to close that down for the safety of a community. It's a it's a public health safety issue, okay? It's a public health safety issue. And then but and then they'll say, "But we but we brought some people along and we offered, we offered uh, a housing and shelter for all of them, but only like three out of the 50 took it only three out of the 50 took it. So, you know, and then they don't have to say anything. They don't have to say, they don't have to follow the soap because you then read that article and you fill in the blanks. You're like those losers. They offered help. The police and the, and the homeless uh, services people offered them help and only three out of 50 took them? Losers. They didn't want help. They choose to be homeless. They choose to be homeless. Look, they choose to be homeless as much as that single mom I was telling you about that has all of her utilities turned off. Nobody chooses this shit. Nobody chooses it. This is America. This is America. And the worst part of America isn't even the brutality of the system. It's the condescending, hypocritical judgment that people throw on top like fucking whipped cream and sprinkles on a Sunday shit show. You take a bunch of shit. Okay, total shit, dog shit, cat shit. You piss in it. You puke in it. You let it rot for a few days. And then you throw some sprinkles and whipped cream on it of judgment and hypocrisy and condemnation. And you tell them to eat it. God damn it. (laughs) (sighs) This is my life, people. This is what I... This is how I do it. I I live with this kind of anger all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I sometimes feel like I'm going crazy and it's not the anger that makes me crazy. It's that no one seems to give a shit. No matter what I say, no matter how I say it. Sometimes people complain because I swear They're like, Sage, those words hurt me. Oh, really? Oh, those little words hurt you. You know what hurts me? Fucking pregnant women starving and freezing on the streets of the richest country in the world. That's what hurts me. Does that hurt you? No, don't don't say fuck. Don't say it. It hurts my ears. Can you just say it in a nicer way? They say that in every kind of protest. You're not protesting right, Sage. You're not doing it right. You know, if you would just be nice, I'm sure they would help you. Shut up, motherfucker. Just shut the fuck up. I've tried to be nice. I have tried to be strategic. I have gotten lawyers. I have begged. I will suck any cock that wants to suck it. If they'll let me do anything to help homeless people, I'll do anything. (sighs) But you know what? They don't want me to help. They don't want that help because then the system changes. They like the system just the way it is because people are getting rich off of homeless services. Everybody's getting the money the government, the federal government sending millions and millions and millions of dollars throwing it around American cities and the cities love it. They love the money. They love it so much. They love that money and they don't want anything to change. They just want more of the money. More of it. And so a guy like me comes along and wants to Transform the system and do something right away, like put people in tents because they're freezing to death, unsheltered, and human beings need shelter. We're not goddamn polar bears, okay? We need shelter. You seen us? Our hair is almost gone. It's a wreck. We need shelter. I'm bald on the top of my head. If I don't have a tent or a blanket or something, I'm cooked. I'm done. It's over. It's not humane to put people in tents, Sage. It's, it's degrading. It's de- they said that. It's degrading. <laughs> you fucking condescending assholes. It's degrading. Do you know what's fucking degrading? Living unsheltered under a bridge or under a fucking bush and people stealing your goddamn pillow. Every time you go to dinner, you have one item, it's a pillow, and they steal it just to steal it. That's degrading. That's dehumanizing. Not a fucking tent. A fucking tent is it's one step back into society. But no, that's not what it's about. It's about the money. It's what they want. They want it. They don't want things to change. If I come in and say, hey, look, we need to triage homelessness right now like a natural disaster. We need to get we need to get emergency tents up today. They're like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 what part of that is I get millions of dollars from the federal government? What, what? No, 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 you don't need that. You don't need that. I'll do it. I can, I can raise the money privately. No, oh, and scene. We're done here and scene. Yeah, 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 Sage, you're a retard. You don't get it. We need that federal money. My friends are running the homeless, uh, 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 nonprofits and they, what are they going to do? They have, they have, they have private schools to send their kids to. They have private colleges they have to pay for. I mean, Bob just bought a boat. He just got a new Audi. What's he going to, how's he going to pay for that if we just bring in like, like triage tents, Sage, have you thought of that? Have you thought of that? things can change people that's why I keep yelling if I didn't think things could change I'd just go and watch Netflix with (laughs) y'all and trust me I watch enough Netflix (laughs) I haven't been watching recently though I love catching Dave Chappelle whenever I can, because that guy is a freaking genius. Just a genius. He's he's the George Carlin of our time. Maybe the best comedian to ever live. The LeBron James of comedy with Michael Jordan. Who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? I don't really know much about basketball. Uh, LeBron James, however, just bought a place called Tangier's here in Akron, Ohio. I'm from Akron, Ohio. LeBron James from Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that? Did you know that If you're from Akron? You knew that <laughs> he has something called the I promise school. Okay. So it's um technically, okay. Here's how my take on it is. Technically it's part of the um, public school system, but I really believe it's a charter school. Um, I don't look, I'm not a, an expert on the ins and outs of the I promise school. All I know is it's for low income kids. And then I also know that he then bought uh, an apartment building that will house the families of the kids that go to that school. OK, now, do you remember when I was yelling about 20 minutes ago about that mom that has three kids and is pregnant and, 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 and the, the trauma gone? LeBron James, if she can get into that building, gone. She's in that building until those kids leave school. Do you get how that just fixed everything? I mean, not fixed everything. I mean, now she has a drug problem, but maybe she can work on it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she's got other problems. She's probably got mental health issues. She's got to deal with her own post-traumatic issues. Okay. Don't ever judge a drug addict. Don't. You don't know their situation. You don't know their story. You're addicted to your own shit. Just work on your own shit and shut up about other people. He solved the problem of worrying about heat and water and paying rent. You know why he did that? Because in fourth grade, LeBron James... Was absent a hundred days. He was absent a hundred days of school in fourth grade. You know why? He was homeless. He was homeless. He was, he was, he was going from couch to couch. His mom is a known, was a known drug user. Had tons of problems. Yeah. Uh... What saved LeBron James was he was LeBron James. Um, he was obviously incredibly talented and everybody knew it. A coach uh, housed him and his mom when he was young. And then in high school, another coach just housed him. And I'm not sure what happened to his mom. But the housing creates the stability. You see? So LeBron James can become LeBron James. And then. Creates the I Promise School. Create is, is, I don't think his apartment building is quite up yet, but it will be. And now just bought this, uh, uh, it's a big like event center called Tangier's. And he's going to put in some restaurants in there, a gym on the top level of the parking deck, and some community center stuff. He's doing a thing for the community. Now, let me tell you how LeBron James rules versus how everybody else in this city rolls. And every other city. I'm not just bashing our city. LeBron James is solving the problems of the people that live in Akron. Our government right now is trying to rezone some uh, 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 wooded parkland to make high-end houses. Okay? There's a huge fight going on in Akron, Ohio right now that the city wants to sell city land that's in this beautiful park area to a developer so they can make high-end houses. Do you see the difference between LeBron James and, 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 and the bureaucrats? Bureaucrats solve the problem by hoping and praying to God that rich people are going to move to Akron. And you know how they're going to do it? I'll tell you how they're going to do it if you build new construction in Akron, you don't have to pay property taxes for 15 years. Okay. And you know what the public school is saying about this new development? They're like, how am I supposed to educate these kids with no income? Because in, uh, Ohio or at least yeah in all of Ohio we unconstitutionally pay for our schools through property taxes. So when there's no property taxes on these multi hundred thousand dollar houses, which is a lot for Akron, Ohio incidentally. The public school is forced to educate these kids for free. We're free for 15 years. And then the developers like, well, you just don't pay taxes for 15 years. And then you're gonna get a tax base for He literally said hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. Okay. Those people are gonna live off of those houses not for 15 years. They're gonna get tired of them in I'd say seven. Okay. They're gonna get tired of them at seven. They're gonna sell them. And they're going to slowly but surely degrade, okay? And they're going to end up just like every other house in Akron because they're going to leave Akron. You want to get shot living in Akron? Is that what you want? You want your kids? You want Buffy to get shot in the face? Because that's what goes on over here. I literally know people that are moving to Compton out of Akron so they can be safer. I'm not joking. <laughs> they're leaving. They're going to South LA. Um, it's a shit show out here. Our schools suck. Every- it's like a, f- it's fucking Bosnia. Everybody's getting shot left and right. Some of these developments, they're putting them right in the hood, right in the hood. Look, we have a council member who can show you the, 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 the bullet hole in her wall that went through her house. Okay. This shit is no joke around here. It's gangster shit. So they're praying and hoping to God that 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 uh uh people from the the, the the surrounding suburbs are gonna move into Akron. No, you know what's gonna happen? I'll tell you what's gonna fucking happen. Guys like me, except I'm not doing it, but guys like me, that aren't me, are going to sell their current house and build a new house in Akron. We're just going to go from this area of Akron to that area of Akron because we're like, eh, I haven't gotten shot yet. It's not that bad. It's fine. Just keep your head down. Wear a flak jacket. It'll be fine. I got 15 years free taxes, yo. And the taxes are super expensive in Akron, too. And then, look, I don't have to pay for the zoo. I don't have to pay for the libraries. I don't have to pay for the schools. I just sit around in my $300,000 house paying no taxes, suckers. Suckers. And I didn't move into Akron. I always lived in Akron. My kids go to private schools, yo. (laughs) Don't be stupid. Not sending my kids to Akron schools, you dumb. What are you stupid. That's what's gonna happen. We're just moving chairs around on the fucking deck of Akron. These people, god damn Yeah, we're building houses. They're so excited because we're building houses. Well, yeah, we're building houses because they're building them for free. The city's literally getting nothing out of it. Can you imagine Jeff Bezos just selling shit at cost? These people are stupid. They literally have no business sense whatsoever, and they run the city and make these business decisions. Never, never stepping foot in a business. They're just bureaucrats that know nothing about business, and they're being taken to the cleaners by their Friends who are business people. (laughs) This is how it works. Okay, when you're sitting at a poker table and you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. The, (laughs) The politician is being played by the actual business people. This idea of free taxes obviously was floated by business people. You know, this city over here, they're doing free. They're they are given. Okay. They're given a uh, 15 year tax abatement. Okay. 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 Dan, this is a great, you got to listen to see what they're doing, man. It's pretty cool, man. So they're given, so they get like 15 years, free taxes. Building is going up through the roof and it's just, you know, in the scope of things, it's only 15 years. You're going to get taxes on those houses for hundreds of years, Dan. I mean, come on, you have you have great recession levels of uh, building in your city right now, man. I mean, they're not building. We can if we do this, we can we can have a building explosion and your name is going to be on it. Your legacy is going to be on this building explosion. And Dan Horgan's like, well, I like the sound of that. That makes a lot of fucking sense. I mean, my my friend who is in construction, you know, he knows construction. I mean, he he builds shit tons of houses. And he, so obviously he's very smart on this matter. He understands. And so he was telling me that, you know, if we do this, we give out the free taxes. We're going to have a billion explosion. You know what happens? His friend gets rich. Dan sinks our cunt, our city because he was played by the capitalists because he doesn't know shit about capitalism. God damn it. You know what I heard? Did you know we're getting an Amazon uh, distribution center in Akron? Read an article on Bloomberg yesterday about how when an Amazon distribution center goes into a city, it lowers the wages of the entire city. (laughs) You're like, but it's $15 with health care. Yeah, but. They take all the workers, okay? They churn them through that mill. They don't like longevity. They want people to to, to bounce out of it. That's the whole thing. They got a whole churn system going on there. And it makes other companies pay less because they got to, you know, they're competing. We don't have to pay 20 or 30 dollars an hour. Amazon's paying 15 and that's pretty much the cap. I mean, you can get to 20 if you're like an executive, but like they they they're bringing it in at 15. That's what you make, okay? You don't ever get off the floor. They promise you there's going to be uh, upward mobility. You're not going to like you're not going to move up. You're just going to sit on that floor because they need people on the floor to move the packages. And it depresses the entire city. I don't know, man. Um, we cannot rely on the government because they're too stupid and uh, self-centered. We can't rely on the uh, capitalists because they're too smart and self-centered, too out for their own wealth. We can't rely on the churches because they're just trying to survive and wanting to keep those 80 year old octogenarians happy. And octogenarians are afraid of poor people. And so you got to keep the poor people at bay so that the 80 uh, year olds will keep paying money for another, you know, five years. And then they don't know what they're going to do because nobody's coming to their churches. They're panicking. You can't rely on the nonprofits because they're run by, uh, incompetent boards that have group think that can't get their fucking head out their ass because they got to ask 15 people what to do next. You can't rely on any of these organizations, people. They're either out to fuck you or they're just completely, uh, incompetent. I don't even know which is worse. <laughs> I can't even decide the incompetence or just the gross uh, egotism and self centered desire for money. I don't know which is worse. I guess it doesn't really matter. But I know one thing for absolute 100% fact you are incredible. When you act as a human being, you do incredible things. You do incredible things. There's a lady, uh, here in Akron who put up a request to, uh, buy hamburgers from Bob's Hamburgs, uh, 1931, Bob's Hamburgs started great, great hamburgers run by my friend, uh, (sighs) Josh signs. Sometimes I have a problem with names. Josh signs. Very cool dude. Um, she put up a fundraiser she raised a thousand dollars for hamburgers to hand out to homeless people thousand bucks I know a 19 year old young woman who goes to the University of Akron Uh, She's on a scholarship plan. okay, And she has a food card part of the scholarship. But the way her food card works on her scholarship, if she doesn't use the money, the money just goes back into the kitty. You know, it's not like she paid the money. It's just, you know, part of the scholarship. She used three hundred dollars out of her thirteen hundred dollar card. She had a thousand dollars left. You know what she did with a thousand dollars? She bought. $1,000 worth of Chick-fil-A and put on an event with her friend, Ashley. Uh, it was called the giving tree event. They went out and got a, a, a tree donated by a local tree grower. They put on an event with a thousand Chick-fil-A's, a tree that people then put like gifts on that, that, that homeless people could take. Other people came with all these kinds of goods, like hats and coats and scarves and gloves. Um, they, they just rolled up around the giving tree with their cars. They opened up their trunks. They, turned, they created a pop-up outdoor giving event. The people did that. Did the church do it? No. Did the government do it? Hell no. Did the, did the homeless service providers do it? No. No. The people did it. The people did it. I see people doing incredible things, things you can't even imagine. I once saw a homeless guy. He had, it was not, it was like, it wasn't cold or anything. I'm like, Hey, Josh, why do you only have one sleeve? And he's like, um, my friend needed a mask to go into a uh, circle K. So I tore off my sleeve so she could make a mask. You believe that? A homeless guy tore off his sleeve so his friend could have a mask so she could go into Circle K. I could tell stories all day about what homeless people give. I've seen homeless people literally take their shoes off and give them to friends hats, gloves, cigarettes. Homeless person buys a pack of cigarettes, that pack of cigarettes is gone in five minutes. They give out the cigarettes. <laughs> I have people on Facebook Messenger constantly asking me, Sage, I I raised this money. Sage, I I got all these things. Sage, I have these things. I need to know where to take them. I need to know where to take them. The, the, The desire, the craving, the yearning to help, the actual helping is so much I can't even manage it. I don't even know where to tell them sometimes. I'm like, you are absolutely incredible. They're like, well, I've been all to the camps. I went to every camp I know. Do you know any of really- the I went to this camp, this camp, and this camp. Do you know of any other camps? But I know there's other homeless people. And so I really need to know some more homeless people. Could we have an event? Could you do this? Could you do that? Maybe we could do this. Can you just, you know, literally, those are the conversations I'm getting from individuals. And the organizations sit around quietly doing nothing. Well, I mean, of course they do things. I don't mean to, I'm not, but they're not, they're not going out on the street. They sit behind their desks waiting for phone calls. You don't just knock on their door and say, hey, my husband is trying to kill me. Can I come in? (laughs) Oh, silly woman, silly woman. You don't know who you're talking to. Let me talk a minute about housing homeless people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not. I'm going to put a little asterisk here. Asterisk. Do not bring a homeless person into your house. Okay. I'll talk about when you can, but you can't. If you're hearing this, you cannot do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't do it. I would never do it. Um, a, dr- a homeless person is a drowning person. Okay. Um, I was a lifeguard at the end of high school and, uh, they talked constantly about how you have to be careful. Like if you swim out to rescue a person, their instinct is to grab onto you with all their might and you'll both drown. So they gave you techniques on how to get away from them. You know, they had this wicked hair hold that basically you like they showed you, you, you took your hand from the back of their head. You you moved it up their hair and then grabbed on and at an arm's length. You pulled the person to uh, rescue with their hair so that they can't grab you. You know, they're they're like on their back. You're grabbing them with their hair and you're dragging them to safety. And you do that because you don't want to both die. (laughs) That's what a homeless person is. They are not bad. They are desperate. You put a homeless person in your house. There's a high likelihood you'll never get them out. Okay. Because they know all the laws. And tenant laws basically say if a, if a, pol- this is what a police person will do. They would used to say, do they have a key? They don't say that anymore. They say, do they have any personal belongings in the house? And if you say yes, then they're like, I'm out. It's not my job. Tenant rights, you got to go through the system. And you literally will have to evict them. Okay. And uh, eviction takes forever. Uh, there's no guarantee that they won't come back at you and could say that, you know, you did something wrong and the, the eviction won't even stick. <laughs> do not bring a homeless person into your house unless you run a trap house. Then by all means, bring homeless people into your house. There are people that can do it. Usually they are drug addicts themselves, have been homeless themselves. They know what they're getting into. And they also know how to throw people out of their house. okay? and it's not pretty and it's not legal, but it gets the job done because a trap house is a trap house filled with drugs and uh, sex work and a lot of shit. And um, but the person is taking care of people. And if you want to run a trap house, by all means, I've run one and uh, I don't particularly enjoy it, but maybe you'll find it lovely. I don't know. I'd run a trap house if I was single I would I would I would I'd get a big lock on my door and uh I'd be like, all right everybody, go to town If you fucking burn this house down then we're not gonna have a house and I hope you're happy And then I'll be like, and good night um, do not do not do not bring a homeless person into your house. And the reason I bring it say is because you will, you're that kind of person. If a woman knocks on your front door and says, Hey, I'm running from my murderous husband. He's trying to kill me. And you can see like the red, you know, strangle marks on her neck or, you know, her, her, her mouth is bloody you know, her eye is swelled up. She's like, please help me. Please help me. Please help me. Please help me. You do not let her live in your house. Now, it's fine if you want to bring her in and figure it out. But you put her in a hotel. Okay. If you want, um, do not let her live in your house. Do not let her live in your house. Okay. Because that guy's coming. <laughs> you don't want that shit on your doorstep. And you don't want the shit she just brings with herself. Okay. You don't want that. Hotels are fine. Um, I also like, maybe not for this case with battered woman, but um, uh, what you should do. Okay. Here's the process you should do for a battered woman. Uh, You put her in a hotel and you help her navigate the system to try to get into the battered women's shelter. If she does not get into the battered women's shelter and you run out of money, you're like, honey, there's nothing I can do look go to the battered women's shelter They're like i hate the battered women's shelter i hate this shelter i hate that shelter and it's not judgment that's not that i mean she has very good reasons for hating those places but there's at what point you there's nothing you can do do not bring a battered woman onto your property to live okay it's just too dangerous for everybody you both will drown okay you both drown um so eventually you're just going to have to cut her loose, you know, if she won't go into the shelters that, you know, but do not bring her into your house. Cause you're that kind of a good person. Do not. Now let's say, you know, an old veteran. Okay. He's a, he likes to drink. He was a veteran uh, in was one of the middle East wars. Uh, seems like a pretty cool, chill dude. I am comfortable with you putting him in your garage or your shed or a tent hidden, okay? But you've made clear ground rules, clear ground rules. You can come into the, you, the, the bathroom will be open from 8 to 9 a.m., okay? You can come and get a shower from 8 to 9 a.m. or whatever, 8, a, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., Whatever, once or twice a day they can come in if and you don't need they don't need a shower. They don't need that. You don't need to feel obligated to give them a shower. Okay. If you don't want them in your house, by all means, don't feel bad about not letting them in. even and then what they'll be is like, hey, could I come and use your bathroom? And you just say, Hey, I'm sorry, man. I just can't. And they'll back down right away. They'll be like, hey, no cool. That's cool, dude. That's totally cool. They won't, they won't fight you on it. I mean, i they'll only fight you if they're like me and they're pissed off at me. And be like, fuck you sage like, fuck you dude and then we say that and then we hug and make up you know that's how we do it but you know that's that's what family's all about so um <laughs> um you don't have to let them into your bathroom you do not have to give them heat uh you if you want you can um you know, supply water for them. You know, you can get some jugs of water if you want. Uh, You can bring them food if you want. But I'm here to tell you, if you open up your shed or your garage to a homeless person, that by itself is enough. But you make ground rules and you do not let them bring family uh, friends onto that property. No friends on that property. None. None. Okay. A lot of people are cool but sometimes you don't know you don't know until you don't until you know right and sometimes the next thing you know you got like six people in your garage okay because that garage is special I'm not even joking that garage is a safe haven and they'll be like, Hey man, this, this lady is so nice. She's letting me stay in your garage. I bet you could come and chill too. And the next thing you know, you got another person, another person, you're running a whole, like, uh, you know, <laughs> refugee center out of your garage and you don't want that. It'll call attention. And then you get shut down and just one person in your garage and it's going to be hard to turn people away because then you're going to be seen as a person that cares. And then you do care and it's going to be harder, but you got to have laws. You got to have rules. Trust me. Trust me on this. You got to lay down the law. Okay. Whatever you're acceptable with. Um, uh, A tent's fine too. um, But I tell people that they cannot have anything outside of their tent. That's my new policy. Nothing outside of a tent. And if you have it on my property, it has to be inside a tent. Otherwise, you're gone. And the reason I like these areas is because it puts space between you guys and um, there are no tenant rights in um, garages and sheds and tents. And I know maybe that's going to sound cruel to you, but I'm telling you, there are times when you need that protection. I'm, I'm not joking, Okay. There are times where you're like, you're leaving, you're leaving. Okay. Uh, This shit is too much. And uh, I will make those fuckers leave. (laughs) (laughs) So you just have to, um, you know, you're, if you do that, you are entering into a brave new world. Um, But uh, and, and even if you want to do that, the shed or garage idea or a tent, you just be very, very careful. Very, very careful. Okay. Very careful. You are risking many things. Okay. Um, theft, robbery, danger, um, a lot of things. Okay. Never in your house, unless you want to run a trap house, and in your garage or shed or a tent but have really specific ground rules. Okay. We have to rise up together. People do not trust a single system. Do not trust a single government. Do not trust a single church, a single nonprofit. They have ulterior motives that are not your motives. Trust your neighbor. You remember somebody saying something about love your neighbor. You know why? Cause your neighbor will literally literally have your back. Whereas these organizations only have their own back and that's how it is. People. I love you. Um, Probably won't see you until after Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry fucking Christmas. I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the houseless movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.